Hello, you are listening to a Capital Reviewer podcast in conversation review. Capital Reviewer is the London culture website where you can find reviews on film, theatre and art across the capital. Go to www.capitalreviewer.com. I'm Kathleen Bondar, founder of Capital Reviewer, in conversation with contributing editor Susan Gray, who also writes regularly for national newspapers and magazines. Today we are discussing Parasite, the South Korean director Bong Joon-ho's four Oscar winner 2020. We first meet the Kim family, father, mother, 20-something son and daughter, eking a living in their cramped, wretched basement, folding pizza boxes and piggybacking internet access. Their lives change drastically when they gain entry to the wealthy Parks family house as imposters. The son, Kim, pretends to be a professional English teacher and the daughter an art therapist, the mother a housekeeper and the father a chauffeur. When the Parks leave for holiday, the Kims take advantage of their luxurious abode, only to discover they are not alone in the house. When the Parks return unexpectedly early, the Kims' cover is blown and chaos reigns supreme. So, Susan, your written review, which people can read on Capital Reviewer, is unadulterated praise for Parasite and you're in good company. Parasite's been tremendously received by critics and the public and won Oscars, BAFTAs and awards at Cannes. Uh, What are your reasons for your accolades? For me, Parasite is just full of universal truths. Um, It is a to-the-bone account of what it's like to be um, near the bottom of the heap in sort of current neoliberal capitalism. I just think it is the most truthful portrayal of working life in cinema, you know, that I've seen for long and many a day. Um, It portrays both, you know, what it's like to really have to scrabble for a living, but then equally it portrays the effortless entitlement of, you know, those who are the winners of the current system. And also the look of the film, every frame is just perfect there is not a spot or a millimeter wasted um as i'm sure you're going to continue with um the mise-en-scene is just absolutely beautiful yes i'd Uh, like to uh, to add to that actually i I mean the look of the film is impeccable and very i mean very seductive um and as you say mise-en-scene which is the film language for props and actors and cinematography I, I can't fault it in Parasite I mean the scenes are constructed and designed uh, to perfection I mean particularly the architecture for me is something which um works very well of course there's the the Kims the the poor families wretched cramped underworld living conditions but there's also the parks the, the rich families um, ultra sleek modern city house it's like a 21st century Corbusier design sheets of glass and polished concrete and probably Italian furniture I mean there's acres of low-level leather sofa in a sunken lounge room and lots of stainless steel in the kitchen I mean the house is gated and adorned with um, CCTVs it's all very expensive highly polished I mean literally highly polished but endlessly by the housekeeper and it works so beautifully I'm somewhere that you just really wish you could be 
Yeah, as the film develops, it's almost as if that house becomes a character in the film. And the house is used, not wanting to put any spoilers, but the house is used very cleverly in the narrative. So the film sort of becomes this sort of bonkers, inverted version of Jane Eyre. Um, the film also reminded me of those sort of classics of Hollywood, particularly film noir, in the look of it. I was thinking particularly of double indemnity and the use of shadow and angles to kind of portray what was also going on um, inside the characters. Also reminded me of Mildred Pierce, because once again, we had this sort of incredibly gritty depiction of working life. Um, the other thing that the black and white version did for me is that it really foregrounded the things we were supposed to concentrate on in the film. How did you find the colour version? Well, that's that's a, an interesting question. I, I watched it in colour and, and you watched it in black and white and I can see that it would really lend to black and white because of the cinematography, um, the, the sleek, rich mise-en-scene and the, the squalid, poor setting. Somehow black and white embellishes the artistic or filmic side of film, just like black and white photography does for photos. But I watched it in the original colour and I don't think it was that colourful anyway. It was more sepia. I mean, colour, when I watched the colour film, but it wasn't central to the film. I mean, it does accentuate the, um, I mean, I'm probably going to give it away, but the the, the, the red of um what happens at the end. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of blood and it stays true to that, goriness but the black and white I mean I don't know whether that made that more palatable in a way took away the goriness and made it more filmic I think it certainly made it more dramatic yes and it also of course gave us the audience a sort of chance to concentrate on the fabulous playing I mean what what a note perfect ensemble cast um I am going to particularly um, praise one of the not quite so major characters, which is the housekeeper, Moon Guang, who was played by Lee Jong-un. Um, she just gave this register perfect portrayal of someone who found herself sort of doing quite well at one point in the film and then tumbled right to the bottom. Um, as the film progressed and her ability to inhabit sort of different social levels um, as the situation demanded and to switch on like the turn of a sixpence from one character to another, um, I just thought was breathtaking. Um, and also Boon Jong-ho's use of video and technology to portray people in a certain way. So there's a wonderful scene where the housekeeper um, appears on video phone and it makes her already kind of a slightly dishevelled appearance um, even more emphasised because she sort of is like looking at her through a fisheye. And I think all through the film there are these um, you know, subtle and sometimes not so subtle techniques to underscore the story and the meaning of the film with visual effects. And I know you could say to me, well, yes, that's what film's about, and I'd agree with you. Um, but I think um, 
Boon Jong Ho just does it masterly. Do you um, not think film. that there was a, an unconscious bias though in the the film around the good the good looking young succeed and the old less attractive suffer? I mean, for me, it was that the young brother King Wu and the sister King Young they're attractive and therefore they can duke the wealthy family. The young wealthy Parks couple um, have film star good looks. No wonder they're wealthy. And, and the original housekeeper and um, her enslaved husband are more grotesque in appearance and they to me they seem to gurn a lot not only when in agony and that the mother and father are relegated to servant roles housekeeper and chauffeur though um there was a bit of equal opportunity suffering in that the good-looking wealthy family certainly don't come out unscathed in the film and i felt the kim's mother and father uh Kai Tech and Chung Suk um, were actually um, very developed characters and, you know, they played the game to as much of an advantage as they could. I mean, for me, what, what was so underscored for me in the film was that when you're at the Kim's level of the pecking order, you do have to be ruthless to survive. They had no choice. I'd like to come back to the universal appeal of the film in in a moment. I just thought uh, there's a couple of things I wanted to get off my chest about um, my less than enthusiastic reaction to Parasite, even though I, I, I think it is actually a very, very good film as well. But there was the suspension of disbelief is one and the other is the violence. I mean, the suspension of disbelief was just, just went too much for me and film can do whatever it likes, but it starts out as narrative realism with strong comedic notes and then, and then it disintegrates into the preposterous and the violent for me too much towards the end. And the preposterous, I think, was overreached that the the idea that the household is oblivious to um i'm going to give so much of the film away <laughs> to decades of what's happening in the basement and that the rich family is completely duped by the poor um also i i could go with the brother teaching english to the park's daughter um and even the sister as an art therapist uh, they 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 could they could carry i could go with that disbelief but the idea that the poor are all clever and the rich uh, are all stupid just became a bit too simplistic for me. Um, and then I felt that the violence is, um, it became incredible and combined with farcical, it crashes into farcical violence. And um, uh, for me, I'm pretty screamish, I must admit. So that's a, a personal side of, of it. But I can't really do comedy bloodbaths, however slick the production. And even though Par Parasite merits all the accolades that, um, that you've given it, and I would agree with quite a lot of them, the, the violence is extremely grotesque at the end. And... Um, it's also with it, the word gratuitous violence is a common description for film violence and often scoffed. But in this instance, I felt that the cat fits and I was actually wondering about the slow motion, why that was necessary at the end and also the handle opera. And um, then possibly it might even be even more seductive in, in black and white. So for me, Susan, I think it was that the less is more principle isn't employed in Parasite and Ho keeps going for more, more disbelief, more violence. 
Yeah, for me, the violence, um, yes, it was over the top. That's because it was symbolic. It was the violence that was being done to families like the Kims every day. Um, and I think the, the rich, um, I didn't think so much they were portrayed as being stupid. I think it was just because they had this level of comfort. They could afford to be oblivious, whereas the Kims, the poorer family, they had to be vigilant for everything because their lives were so precarious. So I think it was just a, a, it was just showing where their kind of you know their stations in life, to use a really old-fashioned phrase, um, the drain it put on the Kims' sort of attention and kind of cognitive abilities, as opposed to the you know the the ease and assurance that the Parks got from their ride. Um, so, you know, for, for me, it rang true. Yes, it was exaggerated, but it was exaggerated to make a very valid point. We're so not going to agree on this, are we? We're well, I, actually, <laughs> I mean, in, in some ways, I think that, that that's the universal appeal, that there may be in the West, we like to think that there isn't the extremes of, of poverty and difference, when, of course, there probably is. But the um, um, from South Korea, seeing these two very different sides of the, the coin of wealth and poverty, I think is, has a, a very wide uh, universal appeal. It's retribution for exploiting the poor and vengeance on the wealthy. The idea of scamming wealthy people, playing their game and appealing to them, of course, has universal appeal. And there was a pleasure in that as well. Yes, because it sort of drew the kind of Saturnalian idea of, you know, the masters becoming servants and the servants becoming masters, which again has a very long cinematic tradition. I was thinking of, you know, Dirk Bogard in The Servant. Um, we, do, we do get a pleasure from, what, from watching things being upended. Yes. Uh, something I think we are both going to agree on, though, um, it was just fantastic to see a non-English language film win the Oscar, you know, for Best Picture and, you know, so high time. Yes, yes. And for lots of reasons that we've gone into, the, the look of the film, the cinematography, the actors, um, that how it was um, impeccably scripted uh, are, are all deserved reasons for the film winning so much wonderful on that cheery note of um accord um shall we wrap up for this week Lovely. thank you very much for having me thank you susan thank you kathleen take care bye 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 thank you for listening to capital reviewers in conversation review by our editors susan gray and myself kathleen bondar for written reviews with glossy photos, go to www.capitalreviewer.com. You can also find relevant information on showings across London and links to online viewings.